about the power of the blood of Jesus. And clearly, people have written books on this, books and books, and there's ever so much in the Bible about it. But uh, I, I want to read three short passages and then make a, a comment from each of them. We begin in 1 Peter chapter 1, and in verse 18, 1 Peter 1 verse 18, we read, For you know that it was not with perishable things, such as silver or gold, that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. So we'll just stick with that just for a moment and we see that what the blood of Jesus has done is to redeem us, to deliver us, to take us out of slavery, out of bondage, and bring us into a freedom whereby we're not under the domination of Satan, we're not dominated by sin, but we have been purchased by the blood of Jesus to live an entirely different life, a life where he is king, he is Lord, and his blood keeps speaking that if the enemy, and we'll come to that a bit later, but if the enemy tries to make an argument, the blood of Jesus says it's dealt with. If we sometimes, in our weakness and doubt, begin to think, you know, am I much different? Have I really been set free? The blood of Jesus says, yes, you have. The price has been paid. You can't do anything, but you can acknowledge that Jesus has paid the price so you can be thoroughly free, no longer a slave to sin, no longer a slave to the devil in any way, absolutely free to live a new life in Christ. The precious blood of Jesus has uh, made that possible, but we know it is very precious blood. And we know recently, we've been thinking about Auschwitz and uh, the number of people who lost their lives, the blood that was shed, and, and all sorts of situations across the world, people shedding their blood for their causes. But we know there is nothing to compare with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. When his blood was shed, there was dynamics in the whole of the universe. Things, an earthquake-like situation that can never be measured on any scale. It rocked, it shattered kingdom of darkness, the blood of Jesus sets us free. Okay, that's the first passage. Now the second passage in 1 John. We read in verse 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus his son purifies us from all sin. Now, in many ways, the thoughts I'm sharing, they're, they're linked together. You could put them all under one heading if you chose. But looking at this verse, what has the blood of Jesus done? It has removed the stain of our sin. We've all seen uh, items, clothing, whatever, stained. And perhaps we've all had the experience of trying to get rid of that stain and the difficulty and even 
the stuff on the adverts, which they absolutely assure you will eradicate, uh, they don't always work, do they? Well, I don't really know, because I'm not involved in that side of life. I'm very grateful to have my dear wife. However, the principle is the point. Stains sometimes seem absolutely impossible to get rid of. And sometimes people even have to throw something away. They just cannot get rid of that stain. The stain of sin is worse than that. But the blood of Jesus cleanses, washes away. Whatever we've done, whatever sin, whether it's big in the eyes of men or not, whatever we have done transgressing the law of God, there is nothing that can resist the blood of Jesus. He removes, he cleanses, he purifies, he takes away every stain. And all we have to do, as the scripture says, if we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, to bring us to God. The blood of Jesus purifies, the blood of Jesus cleanses. And that means that when we get to heaven, we may see some very unlikely people there. Well, it's pretty unlikely we'll be there in the sense of our character. God knows who we are. But we may well see people who've done the most awful things. I was reading, uh, John actually presented a book by um, Andrew White. And I uh, was reading a chapter in it today. You'll be pleased to know. I hope this is on tape. I read a book. But, uh, but anyway, uh, and uh, he, he was talking there about the power of Jesus to cleanse, the power of Jesus to wash away every stain. And we are so grateful that whatever we've done, there's nothing that Jesus cannot deal with. And what we're so grateful for, and you know this so well, but we're so grateful that God has taken away our sin. He doesn't remember it. He never brings it up. Once it's dealt with, it's dealt with. And that's a wonderful truth. And we must never lose sight of it. Because, you see, we have peace with God. We are able to hold our head high in the world, not because of who we are, but because of who we belong to. All right, that's the second thought. Now, moving to Revelation chapter 12. There's a picture here in verse 10. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Messiah for the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. They triumphed over him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you who dwell in them. But woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has gone down to you. He's filled with fury, because he knows that his time is short. We've been redeemed, we've been set free from Satan's kingdom. We have been washed in the blood of Jesus. Every stain has been removed. It's not there anymore. When we confessed our sins and came to the cross, 
Jesus has dealt with it. But we do still, until we get to heaven, we do still have an enemy who would love to accuse us and love to make us feel rotten and worthless and failures and all the rest of it. But how do we overcome him? It's by declaring our testimony. And our testimony is this. The blood of Jesus overcomes. Whatever lies you throw at me, Satan, whatever confusion, whatever deceit, whatever actions you may seek to take to spoil and make my life miserable, we humbly declare the blood of Jesus sends you packing. You have no right because Jesus has bought me with his blood. So three simple points about the power of the blood of Jesus. We're going to sing our closing song, which is Everyone Needs Compassion.